Hey guys, Jeff Beggins here. Thank you for listening to the BE3 podcast. For the last 25 years now, with 55,000 transactions, billions of dollars in sales, coaching and training thousands of real estate agents, we've seen a lot, we've heard a lot, and we've done a lot, and now it's about giving it back to you. It's about empower, educating, encourage you to be the best you can be and take you to the next level. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, how you doing? Jeff Beggins and Mike Puma. I guess this is Mike it's a and Jeff, Jeff and Mike show. show again. All right, so this is an interesting one, and I, we're going to be pretty serious about a couple of things today, which and not always fun to do. But as I sit here and I open up my phone and I take a look at what's going on in the marketplace right now, there's some issues, right? There's, there's some, some issues. There's some red flags. We sure. we were talking last week, right? about some market shifts and some market changes and what would happen if things continue to shift and change. And I'm here today and there's another 700 point drop plus in the market. Now, I'm not here to talk about issues. I'm talking about past history, reality, and what the herd mentality, which is a terrible thing, but it's a real thing, happens when things like this happen, right? Yeah. And Mike and I were chatting a little bit before this. I mean, what happened today was pretty interesting when the, um, the inverted yield curve came out with the two-year note and the 10-year note uh, with the treasury notes just hit a warning signal that in the past, since 1960s, has always been an indicator of an impending recession, right? In fact, a year from the time those curves invert, their country has always landed in a recession. So what I want to talk about today is what if, and there's a lot of external factors now that don't necessarily mean the past is the future, but I want to pretend that it is right now because what if, what if this is the last year that we have that it is total awesomeness? If this was the last year you had for a while that you can go full throttle and make a ton of cash, help a lot of people and stockpile income to provide a lifestyle for your family and stockpile cash to take advantage of opportunities when they come. The question is, would you act differently if you knew that you only had one year left? 100%. And I think every single person watching would, right? Because when you put yourself in that mentality, and, and in all reality, we should be putting ourselves in that mentality no matter what. I mean, every day, you know, if you position your back against the wall and there's only one direction to go then you're putting yourself in in a position to succeed but you know i think right now is the time where whether that yield curve ends up proving to be correct or not it could i think better pretend that it is yeah you you're much better off pretending that it is versus trying to lie to yourself and deny that it isn't Right, and, and there's, there's not been a time that it's not been an indicator since the 60s, right? So that's yeah. a pretty good past history. And, what and is the, that? The biggest indicator of future behavior is past behavior, right? Correct. So, you know, I think it's hard to deny. Now, are there things that are different? You know, yes, but I think that could also have been said probably about every single time in the past, and I'm sure there were two right. people just like us sitting in a room saying, oh, it could happen, but it probably won't. It might right. not. Right, and so I think the reality is you're much better off assuming the worst and preparing for the worst and understanding that if in the event it doesn't happen, 
you're in a really good spot well, financially. Here's, here's the issue I have. Now, I'm not saying that this, you could find whatever you want to look for, right? That's just a fact of the world. So if you wanted to say that there's an impending issue that is as bad as the last great recession, I don't see it, right? Now, there, you can look at articles and you could say it's going to be, you know, there was a Warren Buffett article recently that saying this last time that dropped 50%, this time it's probably going to drop 60%, and it's coming quick and all that type of stuff. And there's other things to say. There's no way, there's no indicators, everything's going fine, but you have some global uncertainties around. I'm not saying everything's going to get bad. I'm just saying things aren't going to be as good, right? So I'm not, right. a, I'm, as, I'm not a doom and gloom guy at all, as you know, but I'm a realist to know that it can't be this awesome forever. So while it's this awesome, you need to get to work, right? Until it's not as this awesome. And what does this mean? So I was talking to somebody last night and we were having a conversation and he has a lot of money and he has just made the decision to pull every dollar he has out of the market. And he just, he's taken his money completely, all of it, and he's gonna sit on cash, right? Now you can argue that's stupid, but he's gonna do whatever he wants to do because that's why he wants to do it. And then why is he doing that? Because he doesn't have confidence in the uncertainty to let it ride, right? So right. he feels more comfortable putting it in a mattress and sitting on it, holding it, and then when he sees another opportunity, go put it all back in when he feels comfortable. But his confidence is shaken. And I've, we talked for years about it's consumer confidence drives this market. Now, do you buy a $5 million beach house when you're uncertain about the future? Nope. Do you buy a second home? Nope. Do you expand and put a $50,000 kitchen in? Nope, right? So those decisions, when they hit the pause button, is what creates the recession. Recession is two consecutive quarters of, of decreased GDP and spending and growth, right? So it's the, you don't put the pool in, you don't put the kitchen in, you don't take the trip, you don't pull the home equity line out. If you do, you don't spend it, and you certainly don't buy the extra beach condo that you don't need, right? So, yeah. And that's the stop thing that stops, because when you don't do the kitchen, the kitchen guy doesn't get the work. Kitchen guy doesn't get the work, he doesn't buy the new car. Car dealership doesn't expand, doesn't open up the other rest. You know the whole trickle-down effect of this one. Yep. So what I want to make sure that we do is what can we do? Let's, let's just assume that we're right and people are starting to hit the pause button on expansions. They're, they're really starting to consider restructures, layoffs, right? Smart people start doing that before they have to. And they start seeing indicators and they start doing things. So let's just assume that that's happening. And we are on the receiving end of a market that is, is pretty consumer confidence driven. So yep. that's the point. So what do you do as an agent knowing that you have, let's just say you had six months of a kick-ass market and that's the last one and you're going to look back and say, man, from August, September, October, November, December, and January was the best time I've ever had in earnings in my entire life. I'm so glad I did X, right? Let's go real all in full throttle for a second. What would you do to you, you're Mike Puma, you have six months to make as much money as you can, and then let's just chat about what we would do to get it. Let's, let's say collectively it's you and me going out to sell real estate and list properties or sell people properties. What would you do for the next six months to stockpile as much cash as humanly possible? What would we do? Well, for me in particular, because I know social so well, I would double down on social because I know that I can maximize my reach maximize my leads and I literally spend as much as humanly possible that I could afford to spend 
on all efforts to drive that Why? side of the business. Because for me, it's the ease, it's the path of least resistance to get the most amount of deals done in the most efficient amount of time. So if I only have six months, that is the fastest way to be able to target and go after it, in my opinion. Now, obviously, it depends on your business. That's me, right? Because I know that so well. Right. If you are a face-to-face -face kind of person, that might be door knocking, right? But for me, social is the quickest, most efficient way for me to build my brand in front of the most amount of people. And I'm a firm believer that if I only have six months of good, the brand equity that I can build in those six months will be the most effectively done in a social environment which will allow me in a downturn to still have a business because brand is heavily, heavily, heavily traded on in a down economy because when resources are tightened, people typically rely on the brands and people they trust the most. Yep. So the more trust and brand I can build right now and over the next six months, the greater the chance that I have of them thinking of me when they do need me during the recession because someone lost their job and they need to downsize or whatever the case yep. is. Um, so that that's how I personally would do it. I, I agree 100%. Now, now, I've been doing this for a long time and I know a lot of people, right? More than you do because you haven't yep. been doing this for a long time. I don't know a ton of people, but I would do the same thing you're talking about. I would, I would not take for granted what I have, but realize that what I have from a reach and a past client and a sphere of influence as, as great as it may be, pales into comparison of what you could reach in the same period of time. So I can call all the people that know me, like me, trust me, and I could re-solidify that, right? Yep. And I could, I could probably do okay, but if I, I would do that anyway, but if I could take a targeted area and really get known there, that's gonna put up my defensive walls to protect me in that income. We were joking before, right? If they don't know you, they're not gonna flow you. Right. right. And if they're not going to send cash flow your way unless they know you, because if they can't trust you unless they know you. So what you're talking about is getting in front of them and building trust, because if they just see you one time at their door, how much trust is there? None. Zero. <clears throat> they see you two or three times. You're the two or three time guy. Right. They see you for a while and they've been getting your postcards or mailings and they see you in their feed for five months, six months, and you're bringing value and talking about the knowledge and things. Now you're a part of their life. They know you, they trust you, if you're bringing re relative value to them. Correct. And then when things happen and they want advice, they're gonna come to you because they trust you. Especially if they don't think you're gonna pounce on them and try to take money from them. Well, and I think that's, to me, consistency is everything, right? Because not only do you need consistency to build brand, but I hear from agents a lot of times where I, I, don't, I don't like doing that because I think people think I'm salesy, right? Yep. especially when it comes to closer friends and family and that kind of thing, yep. it only feels salesy because you're only doing it when you want something. Yep. If you were doing it all the time, then that's just you being you, right? Like it becomes you. So when I push out content all the time, it's not me trying to sell anyone anything. It's simply me being me because they've become used to that. Consistency solves that problem. So the only reason you're feeling that way is you're inconsistent about how you're approaching your business. So I think that's a, that's a huge, huge factor. Now, the other, the other side of this for me is I look at this as if 
if we're truly saying that we've got six, seven months of, of really good still, I would leverage that to say, listen, if I truly believe this, if I truly believe that there's indicators that seven, eight, nine, 12 months from now, we're going to have some sort of downturn. And I am an advisor, not a real estate agent, an advisor. Yep. Then I owe it to my past clients, the prospective clients, my friends, my family to advise them during this time. And if I am heavy on the market and they are not right in the same way that I would want my financial advisor to come to me to advise me on what to do in the stocks right yep. now, yep. I would want to start calling and having those conversations with them to say, listen, this isn't a scare tactic, yep. right? I don't want to freak out, but I do want to understand like, what is your plan? Because there's indications that we're going to see a downturn. Where are you at with your real estate portfolio? What can we do? Yep. Are you thinking about moving? If you are, let's have that conversation now because a year from now is going to be a different conversation, Correct. right? Those types of things where now you're approaching it as a position of being an advisor and bringing value and truly guiding them through and preparing them for what might may or may not come versus you just trying to sell, 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 so that you're okay, but right. not really advising them and, and putting them in the best position to succeed either. I, and you're right on. And all you can do, I mean, what dad always says, trust is the currency of the future. And the only value that you bring to somebody is your ability to gather and transmit knowledge, right? Yep. And that's just what we do. So when you're talking with people, I mean, all I can do is I would tell you, right, if you guys are even remotely considering doing something to your house in the next year or two, right? At all, like bigger house, smaller house, remodeling your kitchen, add in a pool, doing something like that to your place right now. Honestly, there's even a shot. If there's no shot of that, then just turn me off, right? Just delete everything I'm about to say. But if there's a little bit of a twinge for you to get a new property in any way, have a real estate move at any, any way in the next year or two, right? We should have a real conversation right now because I want to show you what your equity is right now. I want to take a global picture about what interest rates are versus what your rates are right now. What is your equity? What are the loan programs right now? If you were to cash out your equity and put it into something else at the low rates that they are right now, right? And you can get a house with a better kitchen, right? With a different view for the same type of price, you can ride out any storm that happens because you don't care about values when you're not selling. Right. You don't care about values matter. when you're not buying. Right. Correct. So anybody who's not doing anything, just turn off the TV and love your house. Right. But if you're considering moving, you should consider being in a place that you're okay riding out a downturn because it's a 10 year cycle. Yep. Right. If you miss the time where your house is worth something good, you're not going to see that time come back for another 10 years. Right. right? So if you don't care in 10, 10 years is probably a great time for you to yep. stay in the house that you're in. So you don't need to move anywhere. Correct. There's no reason for you to move unless there's a reason for you to move. And yeah. if there is, then you should consider doing it. So this is the message that you should be spending out there right now. If you're considering buying, this might be a good time to not buy. I yeah. don't know. Right? Because yeah. when, when things do structure, rates may go down. Inventory is going to go up. You might get a better deal. So if you're a speculative buyer, you might sit back and buy later. If yeah. you're a, I'm a real person that hadn't, has a baby coming that I need a bigger house. You can't wait for that decision. You could, but you're probably not right. going to. So when real life happens, do real estate. But those, the, the non-real person real estate that we've been kind of joking about for a long time, yeah. 
is the one that's going to be that's the one effective. that's going to go first right because right. other stuff recession or not you get a new job you know you're in a one-bedroom apartment and you get pregnant like you there are some things that you don't have a choice like you're moving and life happens and that that right. that stuff is still going to happen i don't care what the economy is like and you don't care what your rates are but how you're going to buy one right but even for those events Right. So there's still ways to make money if and when things do downturn. However, brand is going to be so much more important because yeah. there's going to be still a lot of agents in the marketplace for them to call and they're all going to be hungry. Right. Your top agent that isn't necessarily in your marketplace that isn't necessarily competing with you right now because they're not full throttle because they're making enough and everything's good. Yeah. When that when they start struggling and all of a sudden they're hunting that two hundred and fifty thousand dollar listing that they wouldn't have they would have laughed at a year ago. Yeah. Things get real interesting, right? And yep. so now like the competition dynamics change. But that's where brand matters. So if you've built brand and you built trust and you built equity, brand equity with with your community and with those people right now, you will still be the person they call when life does happen. And even and if that, you're so. even if you're newer right now, you can earn the brand equity and take over a marketplace position in a matter of a few months. One hundred percent. That's the fun part, and knock out the queen or king of that neighborhood because they're not going to be doing what you're going to be doing. If you don't do the things we're talking about, you're dead because yep. when the market does switch a little bit and to your point, the people that aren't working now start working, they're yep. going to beat you. It's just flat out. Yeah. If they sold 30 houses last year and you sold two, they're going to buy, you're dead unless you've brought so much value to them that they don't even question how many deals you've done because they trust you and they like you and they know you because you're bringing them value. Right? Yep. And that's also the power of the brand, right? Correct. That's going to play in. I don't care how good you are. You're always leverage the people around you and the brands around you for us. Like we, right now we're Century 21, right? We leverage that brand very well and Realogy, the brand above Century 21, and we play those cards every chance we can because it helps build the credibility, which backs up the logic to behind the trust that we convey, right? right. That's, that's the whole point. So right now, more than ever, guys, you need to own the mind set, mind share of everybody that you, kn that you know. You have no choice. You do have a choice, but here's the problem. When the market shifts and it's not as easy as it is right now, there'll be a lot of agents going out of the business, right? And frankly, I welcome that. I really do. Because there's a lot of people I don't think that have the professionalism um, that belong in this industry. I think kind of people play in it and hope they can get a deal here and there. They're gonna go, right? And yep. the people that are gonna stay are gonna do fine. In fact, they do better in a downturn than they do in a normal market because there's less compet competition and those who have the trust win. So it's, it's, it's gonna be a fun time, right? So my urge for you is imagine you only had six months. If you're not doing the stuff that we're talking about, if you're not sending out a message, if you're not becoming known, if you're not building the brand of trust, if you're not becoming a lifestyle advisor, a real estate advisor, a confidant, a friend, a person to talk to without a string attached, right? You're in deep trouble. Guys, the house, sure. the market's changing. Let's talk about your house. Let's confidentially go meet at Starbucks. No one needs to see my car in front of your house. Whatever is important to you, let's go have a conversation. Let's do a FaceTime meeting. Let's do something, but let's have a real conversation about what's going on in your life right now. And if there's a real estate move in the near future, 
it may be a good stress strategy and chess move right now to do something. Let's explore if that makes sense for you right now. That could be a quick little snippet video that you put together and post it out there. 100%. Guys, the reality is for 99% of the consumers in the marketplace, their home is their greatest financial asset, right? So during a recession, do you think most more people care about how much money they have in the bank? Of course they do, right? Because you start paying attention mm -hmm. to that more because you're scared that it's going away. Your bank account is an asset. Their house is a much bigger asset. So they want to know how much is in their bank account. They certainly need to know what's going on and what's potentially going to go on with their largest asset, right? So it's our, you have, if you care about your clients at all, you need to be having a conversation with them, just giving them an update. Hey, this is, this is what's going on with the asset. This is where we think it could be. Just want you to know, right? You, you may not care. You may not do anything about it. You may not need to know. You may be perfect for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Does not matter. But you should have an idea of where you're at. What's it worth? Right. Where is it going? Where are the trends showing? What are your options? Does it make sense to take equity? Does it not? Those are all conversations that should be happening. And you should be having them with those clients. I agree a million percent on that. And it just, it, it needs to happen, but be really, really careful to not push people into doing something that they don't care about at all. Right? Right. Because if you just moved into a house and your kids just went into middle school, which happens to be right around the corner from the high school in the same district. And the plan is to stay there until they graduate high school. Yes. And you've got a 10 year horizon of this. Forget about it. Like, yeah. Don't even, you shouldn't give a shit about I'm, what your house is worth. I'm in that all. boat. My little one just started kindergarten, yeah. right? And our, our elementary school and our middle school and our high school are all tied essentially together in the same neighborhood. There you go. And literally, so for the next 13 years, at least, yep. I'm pretty much stuck, You're right? Good. I'm good. So, you know, for someone like me, but at the same time, it's still worth the conversation with someone like me to say, hey, what else is going on there? Are you thinking about remodeling at all? Do you have equity, right? The rate that you can get it out now might be lower than what you're going to be able to do in a year. Because like have those conversations because it's still worth it. And what's going to happen is if you have that conversation with me now and I, that builds trust with me and goodwill with me and you continue to do that over the years in 13 years, when my final last kid leaves the house and I finally move to the beach with Jeff, um, not with me. I'm <laughs> no, I'm moving in like the bottom <laughs> of his house. Um, no, when that happens though, I'm going to call that agent. That's been bringing me value over. If over they the, stayed in touch, if the, if they mind. kept doing it right. But here's, here's the only thing that's relevant to you. You need to go home tonight and talk with your wife and say, did you hear our podcast today? If you didn't, here's what we talked about because you mentioned a better kitchen and remodeling a bathroom and getting a jacuzzi tub and right. putting in a hot tub. Okay. And we, so and we recently took out an equity line to be able to do those things as needed as we see fit. Right. So at a low interest rate, we recently did that. So the conversation for you is A, either do that or B, go on Zillow and see if there's another house in that neighborhood that already has that shit. Yep. That would be a little easier move for you guys into that house in the same district, in the same street, in the same neighborhood with the same friends. Don't change your life. Don't move to the beach yet. Stay in your neighborhood, right? It might be a better option for you to just up, move, pop, done, yep. 
Yeah. Right. Rather than go through remodels and all the aggravation sources on that. But that's a conversation to be having right now. Yep. So if you were living in your neighborhood and you put out that message to your targeted marketplace and say, hey, guys, there may or may not be a storm coming. Right. And yeah. there's indicators that there is a storm coming. So here's my question to you. If you even remotely have any of these thoughts, please reach out to me. I don't care if you use me or not, but as a neighbor, I care about you and I care about preserving our values. So I wanna be the resource to reach out and teach you guys what I know, the indicators that I'm seeing to see what is in your best interest. Hit this button, shoot me a message, text me, peace out, bye. Right? How much does that cost? Not much, especially if you're drilling all the way down to that small of a niche, a few bucks. A few bucks, like five bucks a week? Yeah, five, ten bucks a week. Five, ten bucks a week to be the trusted advisor in a neighborhood. Guys, if you have it tucked in your head that you should be doing these and you could just start it next week, I'm telling you the next week's might not come, right, with the opportunity that it is right now. So my call to action, my wake-up call to you right now is do it. And you say double down, I'm going to say 20 times down and just go. If it's five bucks, make it 10, make it 20, make it, I don't care what it is, but, but go, whatever you think you're comfortable with right now, double, triple, quadruple yeah, ma- it right it, now. Literally max it. Everything to, you to have. To the point where you cannot spend anymore. And then work it. Yep. And then when things change, you're going to have people that already love you, man. It's going to, it's going to make all the difference. So if you need a little extra kick in the ass or anything, reach out to us and, and we'll help guide you. What you guys need to do is do this. There's not going to be always next week. So please, please, please start right now. Right? BegginsUniversity.com. We've got a couple of cool resources and screenshots saved. How to actually set up your pages and run the ads and those things out there. And just hit us up, guys. Wake up, please. Right? Because I want you to not only ride out the next storm, but be able to come out on the other side with amazing assets, with tremendous cash flow to fund your total next level. But if you don't start now, you're going to miss the party, right? So start, 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 start. That's my, my true heartfelt um, pitch for you guys. So that's my parting thoughts for the day. That's it. Brand is everything, guys. Start building it now or you're going to really regret it. And regret is scary. Do it. Thanks for watching, guys. See you guys. Have a wonderful day.